This is the Good News Station, WCNO, Palm City. Are you looking for inspiration? Would you like to develop or renew a relationship with God? Let us show you how. Tune in to the Focus on Jesus broadcast on Mondays and Fridays at 1 p.m. Right here on WCNO, the good news station. Remember to focus on Jesus. Jesus Jesus is Lord. The Revealing Truth Radio broadcast thanks Ed Meyer Century 21 All Professional for their underwriting support. Hey, Billy, what you doing next Saturday? Nothing. Why do you ask, Justin? I wanted to invite you to my housewarming party. I'd love to come. How were you able to afford a home? You've always rented just like me. A friend told me about Ed Myers. Who? Ed Myers. He's a realtor with Century 21 All Professional. Ed told me about a great financing program for first-time buyers. What program? Well, if you're a first-time buyer or haven't owned a home in the last three years, you could qualify for up to $10,000 in down payment assistance and move into a home with little money of your own. With home prices and interest rates going up, there's no better time to buy a home than now and no more landlord. This sounds like something I need to check out. What's Ed Meyer's number? 772-342-0047. What's that again? 772-342-0047. I'm calling Ed Myers today. Maybe you could come to my housewarming party soon. I'll be there. The Revealing Truth radio broadcast thanks Access Able Designs and owner Alan Garrett for their underwriting support of this week's program. Hello, my name is Alan Garrett, and I'm the owner of Access Able Designs. A diving accident 31 years ago changed my life physically in a way that left me quadriplegic. However, 15 years ago, I dove into Jesus Christ, which changed my life spiritually forever. The combination of the two have given me the unique opportunity to help others. At Access Able Designs, we offer a creative line of bathroom accessibility products, such as folding shower and bathtub benches, as well as our exclusive patented toilet transfer bench. Our products are commercial grade, stainless steel construction, and built to last. They're also available in custom sizes. Our line of ADA compliant swimming pool lifts are a big seller with hotels, commercial properties, and homeowners. Our products can be seen at accessabledesigns.com as well as my personal life story. I look forward to hearing from you. For more information, you can contact us at 877-853-7816. That number again is 877-853-7816. Good morning. I'm Pastor Ed Day, your host for the Revealing Truth radio broadcast. I want to invite you to listen in today as Pastor Jason Bumgardner takes us on a journey through God's Word that will reveal truths for our lives. John 8.32 says, And we shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. So grab a pen, take some notes, let the Holy Spirit reveal the Father's heart to you. It's kind of amazing to me that I find, you know, I find out that most of us are miserable with what we got, but we still want more of what we got. We keep chasing it. 
You ever found that out in life? Think, well, if I can just get a little bit more, then maybe I'll be happy. But what we have really hadn't made us happy in the first place. Amen. So he begins to talk to us in this passage of Scripture of what not to worry about. Don't worry about these things and, and don't worry about the, all this other stuff because it begins to add stress to our life and pressure to our life. And, and these things will overtake your life. They'll begin to run your family, run your personal life, and you'll be consumed with them. And he lays out this plan for us to be able to learn how to seek the kingdom rather than seek things. He said, those things really are not your purpose. I mean, oh, you've been designed with purpose. There's a reason for you here. There's a reason why you exist today. There's a, there's a plan and a destiny over your life. And when he talks about this stuff, and he says that the things are really the byproduct of seeking the kingdom, of going after the kingdom of God. Matter of fact, he makes this statement that would really be on the face of it, if you just heard it from anybody, that sounds kind of outrageous. He says that everything that is really a strategic part of your life will be added to you if you put the kingdom first in your life. If you'll just begin to exalt the kingdom of God in your life, then the things that you need will be added to you. It'll, it'll, it'll find you. It'll chase you. It'll hunt you down and manifest in your life. I mean, you know, it's one thing to get the blessing of God in every now and then, but it's another thing when the blessings of God begin to overtake your life. And you just begin to walk in favor because you seek the kingdom of God. Matthew chapter 6, verse 31. Verse 31, therefore do not worry, saying, what shall we eat, what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For after all these things the Gentiles seek. Another word for that is pagans. For your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things, but seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. And all these things shall be added to you. Therefore do not worry about tomorrow. For tomorrow will worry about its own things. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you this morning for the ability to preach and teach. I thank you for the anointing in the house. I thank you, God, for your presence this morning, for touching lives. Lord, for taking things that seem out of order and bringing them into order. Lord, I pray, God, that the words I speak be your words. Put me on like a coat. Wear me today, God. And let the anointing of God flow in us and through us and change us with revealing truth this morning, with revelation, God, that would cause our hearts to be set towards you and our minds to have revelation, God, that brings us to a deeper understanding of your love for us. Lord, I speak these things according to your word and your will this morning, and we give you praise for them in Jesus' name. Amen. Jesus was walking with his disciples one day in Matthew chapter 16, beginning of verse, verse 16. You can go ahead and turn there if you want to. He begins to ask a series of questions to the disciples. I mean, you know, Jesus was a rabbi. Rabbi means that he was a teacher. He was a teacher of the law. He was a teacher of the Jewish custom. Jesus was not a Christian. Is everybody all right? Everybody okay with that? Jesus was a Jew, and he operated under the Jewish law. He went to temple. Come on, somebody. Amen. And he was a teacher. He was a rabbi. And because he was a rabbi, he understood that the greatest way to teach people or the greatest way to get people to understand was was not to just give them information and not just to lecture to them and and just kind of blow them away with a bunch of information, which is really the Western way of teaching when you think about it. Our our whole educational system is set up on the, on the, the lecture standard of just talking at people and talking at people. But Jesus comes along. And instead of teaching by lecture, he, he comes to him and he begins to ask questions because Jesus understood that self-discovery is the best way to learn. Come on, somebody. Amen. Jesus, being from the Eastern culture, not the Western culture, would often ask questions throughout the New Testament because he knew that was the greatest way for people to learn. 
the greatest way for people to move into the revelation of what he was talking about. Because how many know anything that you discover on your own, you'll tend to never forget it. Come on, the life lessons that you live mean a lot more to you than what somebody told you about. Isn't that right? And so in this passage of Scripture, he begins walking with his disciples. And the man who knew everything was constantly asking questions of people that were around him. Always asking questions. As a matter of fact, over 160 times in the New Testament, Jesus is posing questions to people. And, and Jesus asked questions. Some of them, uh, he would ask questions where he was just Captain Obvious. Come on. Hmm? He would walk up to the blind guy and he would say, what can I do for you? Well, uh, can I see? But he walks with the disciples and he begins to ask them. And he asked them this question that was really foundational in Scripture. And he says this. He says, who do men say that I am? I want to ask you guys something. You've been with me for a little while now. You've been traveling with me. You've been walking with me. Who do men say that I am? And at that point, they begin to realize that they really were kind of walking around with somebody they didn't know a whole lot about. They've seen some really cool stuff, but they didn't have a deep revelation of who he really is. And, and, and they begin to say, well, some say you're Jeremiah. Some say that you're Elijah. Some say that you're one of the prophets. And in the midst of them giving answers, he changes the questions. And he says, who do you say that I am? Who do you say that I am? Because everything in life, ladies and gentlemen, is predicated upon what you think. Everything you do, everywhere you go, everywhere you move in life is predicated on what you think about life. What you think about God, what you think about your relationship with God, it filters into your life. Amen. If your family, if your life or your family life is going to ever have any change, it's going to have to be predicated on the way that you think, on the revelation that you walk in. So he said, who do you say that I am? Doesn't matter what your mama said. Doesn't matter who your daddy said I am. It doesn't matter who your grandpa says I am. Doesn't matter what the church says I am. Who do you say I am? Who do you say that I am? That's an interesting question for us this morning in church, isn't it? Because it's really kind of a hard question to answer when we look at, when we look at God from what He has done for us versus who He is to us. Who do you say that I am? And the Bible says at that moment, Peter all of a sudden begins to blurt out, You are the Christ, the Messiah, the Son of the living God. And Jesus responds to Peter and He says to him, He said, Blessed are you, Simon Barjona. For flesh and blood didn't reveal this to you, but my Father which is in heaven did. In other words, you just got a download from the Holy Ghost. You just had something put in you that came from heaven. It didn't come from something that somebody told you. It came from a revelation from heaven. It came to you by the Holy Spirit. It came to you as a revealing truth. It was supernatural. How many know that God is always trying to reveal Himself to us? He's always out there by the Spirit revealing Himself to us in everyday walk, in, a, in our journey through this life. And every encounter that we have, God is really revealing Himself to us if we'll look for Him. Sometimes more than we want to know Him, He's trying to help us know who He is. Sometimes we spend a lot of time trying not to know who He is because we don't want to think about it. But God is constantly revealing Himself to us. So He says, you didn't get this by your own understanding. You didn't get this by your own learning. This came to you from heaven. This came to you from above. And then he makes this statement. And he says, And I say unto you that you are Peter. And upon this rock I'll build my church, and the gates of hell will not prevail against you. Jesus said, I'm going to build something in the earth. I'm going to construct something in the earth. And what I'm going to build is I'm going to build my church. I mean, you know, Jesus is still building the church. 
It says, I'm going to build it on the rock. Everybody shout rock. Verse 17 says, Jesus answered and said to him, Blessed are you, Simon Bar-Jonah, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you. In other words, you were not taught this with your natural senses. You didn't get this from just hanging out with me. No one told you this. You didn't learn this at college. You didn't go to school and get a degree on me. It's been revealed to you by my Father who is in heaven. And now we're going to take a break from the message. We will be rejoining Pastor Jason in just a minute, but first I want to take the opportunity to tell you about Truth Church. Truth Church is located in the heart of St. Lucie County at 3891 Edwards Road in Fort Pierce. Our Sunday worship services are 9 and 11 a.m. Truth Church is a non-denominational Pentecostal church, and there's a ministry for the whole family at Truth Church, whether it's children's church, youth group, senior meetings, there's something for everyone. If you are new to the area or you're looking for a home church, we invite you to come and join us. First, you will be our guest, and then you will be our family. Truth Church, a place for everyone. Say this with me. Revealed truth. Do you know that if you will live your life based on the revealed truth that comes to you, that God gives you by the power of the Spirit, that that is really the blessed, abundant life. We spend so much time in doubt because it don't line up with what we see here, what's in front of us. The Word doesn't match our existence. So we doubt the Word. Am I helping anybody yet? Huh? Jesus said, the rest of y'all are just telling me what everybody else is saying. Hmm? Your thoughts, your opinions. But when Peter blurted out, you're the son of God, that came from deep down with inside him. And Jesus is saying, no one taught you this. This came from heaven. And then Jesus says this to Peter in verse 18. He says this, and also I say to you, Peter, and on this rock I'm going to build my church, and the gates of hell ain't going to prevail against it. We, didn't, we talked about this a little bit last week, but we didn't really camp out here. But I just want to take a minute and open this up for a minute. Because when you look at this statement that Jesus makes... He's laying a foundation for something that's bigger than just the church. He's laying foundation for the kingdom. The entire kingdom of God. He says, and I also say to you that you are Peter. Everybody say Peter. That name Peter from the Greek means Petros. P-E-T-R-O-S. Petros. Which simply means a small stone. Peter means a small rock. Small stone. Hmm? How many know his name used to be Simon? Simon in the Greek means to hear, to be a hearer. But now the Lord is calling him a small rock. You're Peter. You're the little stone. You're the Petros. Look at your neighbor and say, you're a little rock. And then he says right after that, and on this rock, I will build my church. Now this word rock right here is a different word than small rock. It's not Petros, it's Petra. Everybody say Petra. P-E-T-R-A, which means a huge rock, which means a giant rock. Big, giant, prudential rock. (laughs) You ever need the big old giant? The rock of Gibraltar. Big rock, amen? Verse 18 says, And I shall also say to you that you are Peter, the little rock, and on this big rock Petra, this great, big, huge rock, I'm going to build my church. Now when you read this, the first thing that you think is that Peter's the small rock. Jesus is the big rock. 
But what I want you to see here this morning, it goes a little bit deeper than Jesus talking about building a church on himself. Petra, the big rock, is more. The great big Petra rock, the great big huge rock that he's talking about isn't just Jesus. Somebody say it's more. I mean, that Jesus is the rock. He is the foundation of our life. Amen. But there's more. So what are you saying, Pastor? I'm saying Jesus can't be the rock of your life if you don't know the revelation of who Jesus is. Come on, help me. Amen. If you think Jesus was a great teacher, if you think that's all that he ever was, and he's not the son of God, then that's all he'll ever be to you. And you cannot build your life on that. Hmm? Because how many of you know you can't appropriate what heaven has given you unless you know what heaven has given you. You can't take faith in it. In other words, there has to be a revelation of who Jesus is. Peter had a revelation that Jesus was the Messiah. Amen. Everybody say revealed truth. It's not just the written word. Jesus, revelation, brings truth to us as we seek the kingdom of God. You can memorize the whole Bible if you want to. You can commit it all to memory from the front to the back. But if you don't get a revelation of that word, that word ain't going to do you any good. you got to have a revelation, the revealed truth of that word. Otherwise, you're just getting a bunch of information. You're not no better than a hard drive on a computer. This is what he's saying here. That this revealed truth that he was going to build his church on is the revelation that Peter had. And the revelation that Peter had was that Jesus is the Messiah. He is the Christ. He is the anointed one. In other words, God's building a church on our faith in Jesus Christ being the answer for the world's problems. And the fact that Jesus is the Messiah. He's the Christ. He's the anointed one. That's the revealed truth. Because how many of you recognize here, you don't have to be on TBN to get a revelation this morning. You just got to get a revelation of truth. In verse 19, he says, and I give unto you, he's talking to his disciples, I give unto you the keys to the kingdom. Somebody say the keys. In other words, he gives you the keys to living. He gives you the keys to have access to the things of life. If I want you to drive my car, i got to give you the keys to my car. If I want you to get in my house, I give you the little access code to my garage door. You can get into my house. you got the access codes, right? God gives us the access codes to the kingdom of God. Amen? So really, Jesus was saying to his disciples, I'm going to give you access codes into how the kingdom operates so that you can live and move and have your being in my kingdom. That way you ain't got to live a life that's always on the defensive. You live a life that's blessed, that has favor. And watch this. He said, I'll build my church, and I'm going to give you the keys to the kingdom. Those two go hand in hand. It's not two different things. I just want to say this to you today as we address a few things by saying, how many understand that Jesus is still building the church? The church is still being built today. There's an element that goes through the body of Christ every 50, 60, 70 years where everybody talks about building the church, building the church, building the church, building the church. There's another element that goes through every 40, 50, 60 years where everybody's talking about they want to live in the kingdom, live in the kingdom. Live. It's what I call just stupid, dumb dichotomies. It's not either or, it's both and. He's building his church and we live in the kingdom. Come on now. It's the kingdom of God. Some people just want to talk about being the church and other people want to talk about being in the kingdom. It's not an either or proposition. It's both and. Hallelujah. Jesus is building his church and he's giving us the keys to the kingdom. That's really good news when you think about it. And how many know that the kingdom is bigger than the church? 
Because the kingdom presents God's authority over all creation. Hallelujah. The authority that we walk in as the church is a kingdom principle. And this is where things will get really crazy doctrinally because there'll be doctrines out there, there'll be denominations out there that will not teach you this. The kingdom of God is here and now. It's alive in you. It's in your heart. Hallelujah. And because we are His church, then He has given us all authority, all dominion within the kingdom. Oh, come on. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Amen. He's a king. If He's not the king, He ain't got no authority. He's the king. That's an absolute truth. He's the king. There ain't no right or wrong if there's no king. There's no life and death if there's no king. Because if there's no king, then everybody becomes a law unto themselves. Well, everything becomes relative. If it's right for me, it's right for me. If it's wrong for you, it's wrong for you. That's why we need a king. This series on exceptional living, how to live an exceptional life, and how to have an exceptional family, is really about kingdom living. We are His church living in a kingdom. I'm going to tell you this, and I just want you to grab a hold of this this morning. There's only one way to have a life. And that's through kingdom living. There's a lot of people out there making a living, but they ain't got no life. There's a lot of people out there with a lot of money making a living, but they ain't got no life. There's billionaires that can't stand to look at themselves in the mirror every morning. So watch this. When it comes to what he has called us to do, we call it the church. We call it ministry, right? We're his church. We're his body. This is the ministry of God in the earth, there's a plan and a purpose for the church, just like there's a plan and a purpose for you. I mean, when it comes to how we're supposed to be to live our life on earth, God relates to us from a kingdom mentality. He calls it his kingdom. We're to live as citizens of heaven, as ambassadors here on the earth, representing God's kingdom. Now watch this. Don't miss this. When it comes to our own personal relationship with this king or with this savior, with this creator, with the word that became flesh, when it comes to a personal relationship with him, he doesn't call us church anymore, and he doesn't call us participants of the kingdom. He refers to you as family, and he calls himself your father. So that in every arena of your life, spirit, soul, and body, he has authority. This is important for you and I this morning. I hope everybody's catching this. This is important for us this morning because seeking the kingdom first is the key to living here on earth. But can I just declare to you that the kingdom of God in its basic form of what the kingdom was established for is all about one thing. It's about relationships. It's about relationships. And how many of you know to have relationships, then there has to be a principle that operates in every arena of the kingdom. And it's called reconciliation. That the heart of the Father for each and every one of us is that we are reconciled to Him. That we're in right standing to Him. Having a real revealed truth of the Father's heart for His children is really what we build our family on. Understanding the depth and the width of the Father's heart for us is how we build a life here on earth. In other words, he's building the church by the revelation of Jesus being the Messiah, but he's building his family, and we're building our families on the revelation that the Messiah came to bring reconciliation to us.
Thank you for joining us today for The Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Bumgardner. I hope you tune in again each day, Monday through Friday at 11 a.m., right here on WCNO 89.9 FM. To obtain your copy of this message, please send your check for $5 for shipping and handling to 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981. To pay by phone or make a love gift, you can call 772-461-8555. For more exciting information on our church, you can check us out on the web at IgniteYourWorld.com. I'm your host, Ed Day, and I'll see you next time on The Revealing Truth. The Revealing Truth Radio broadcast thanks Ed Meyer Century 21, all professional, for their underwriting support. Hi, this is Ed Myers, realtor with Century 21, all professional, and member of the National Association of Realtors. Whether you are buying, selling, or renting a home, understanding the market can be essential. I'm a Century 21 top producer, recipient of the Century 21 Presidential Award, Century 21 Centurion Award, and Quality Service Pinnacle Award. I proudly served the United States Marine Corps and now I'm specializing in serving the Port St. Lucie, Stewart, Fort Pierce, West Palm Beach and surrounding areas of the Treasure Coast. Real estate is the key to building long-term wealth, whether you're looking to buy, sell or rent a home, a first-time home buyer or an investor. Letting an experienced professional with a proven track record can make all the difference. I would love the opportunity to help you. You can reach me by phone or text at 772-342-0047. Again, that number is 772-342-0047. Ignite Your World Ministries, Truth Church, and all its affiliate ministries thanks Destiny Network and Bishop Tony Miller. Destiny Network International exists to serve pastors, local churches, and ministry leaders that make up Destiny Network International. For more information on joining the Destiny Network, go to www.destinynetwork.org.